0: what I want. Uh, Good morning. Um, Pastor Dave invited me here to to speak to you all. He and I have been chatting quite a bit, and I mean quite a bit. I mean, the dude's a little annoying. I'd kind of like to be talking to somebody else, but he and I have been chatting quite a bit, and he seemed to think that I'm an okay speaker, so he asked me to come and share with you. He asked me to come and share specifically my, my want list and what I'm doing with my want list. Uh, I don't mean to brag when I share my list with you, uh, but I think it's a God-pleasing list, and I think what I do with my list is also God-pleasing. Uh, Pastor Dave felt the same, and, and I imagine that's why he asked me to come and speak with you. And besides, the guy probably needs a Sunday off. Who knows? Um, as, as, as PD and I spoke about it, um, it, it seemed like maybe I, or, or at least my list, is a bit different. That I want different things than most of you want. That I want different things from my church, and I want different things for people in general, like for, for the world in general, than maybe what is... Normal. So as you consider my list, I'd invite you to be considering yours. You have a want list, don't you? What is it that you want? What is it you want from your church? What is it that you want for your people, for people in general, for the world? How does your list compare to my list? Do you feel, and there's no judgment here on my part, Do you feel that your list is God-pleasing? So if we get into it, I I really just, just want three things. Three things for my church. Three things for people in the world in general. I want people to have faith. I want love. And I want people to have knowledge. But that last one can be broken down into several different pieces. I want people to have knowledge of God the Father. I want people to have knowledge of hope. I want people to have knowledge of riches and i want people to have knowledge of the immeasurable greatness of the power of god Uh, let's kind of dive into each one of these once a little bit more i want people to have faith i want people all people really to have a firm strong conviction of the truth that's what it means to have faith to have a firm strong conviction of the truth today I don't know, having faith is sometimes a little bit of a vague feeling, right? A vague belief in something. Have faith that you'll get a hit. Have faith that you'll get an A. I'm talking about something much, much more than that. I want people to have a firm, solid conviction of the truth. I want them to be persuaded, persuaded that Jesus is amazing, that Jesus has done amazing things. I want people to have a conviction that they, are, that they are chosen by God because of Jesus. That Jesus presents them holy and blameless to God the Father. I want people to have to have faith, to be certain of the truth, that they were, that they were predestined to be adopted as sons and daughters of God. I want them to have a firm conviction that they've been redeemed and forgiven, that they have an inheritance. Well, oh, I want people to have faith faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. The second thing that I want is love. Now, I want people to have love. And if I'm being honest and even more specific here, what I want is for saints to love other saints. I want believers to love other believers. Look, I know that disagreements happen. I know that arguments happen. That's okay. I get it. But but I long for believers to to love other believers with their words and with their actions, even with their thoughts. I long for them to listen, to listen well to one another. When we, when we listen to people, we help people feel like they belong. I want believers to pray for one another. When we pray for others, they will know that they are cared about and cared for. Oh, I want people to live by serving each other. Instead of focusing on on being served and receiving something, I want them to focus on serving and giving something. I long for saints to love other saints. I want them to speak truth, but, but to speak that truth to one another in love for that person that they are speaking to. I want them to be gentle in their approach to others. I want them to be patient with each other, to to stand with each other in the good times and in the bad times. I want them to hold each other up. I want them to be eager to maintain unity, to work for and towards unity with one another. I want people to have faith, and I want saints to love other saints. Uh, Pastor Dave tells me that your language might say it like this, that, that I want people to have an up relationship with God, with God the Father, and an in-relationship with other believers. The last thing, and again with many parts, the last thing that I want is for people to know. I really do, I want people to know. I long for people to know. Now, there's some danger here because, because I understand that so much of your world is built around knowing. Um, my world was built around knowing and experiencing. Those two things kind of went together your world is so built around knowing so i use that word cautiously but i want people to know the most important thing that anybody anywhere could ever possibly know i want people to know i want them to know god the father of our lord jesus christ i want them to know how generous he is oh man he's given us every spiritual blessing not 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 some not most but every spiritual blessing I want them to know that his done and accomplished work is so incredible and so amazing. He's he's chosen us, right? He's predestined us for adoption. He's redeemed us. He forgave us. God the Father raised his son Jesus from the dead. I want people to know God the Father. And man, I want people to know hope. I would say that knowing God the Father is, is also at the same time knowing hope. And I want people to have, I want people to know hope. Hope is kind of like that faith word. It's just so vague and so general today. right? People might say, oh, I wish I had. I wish my team. I wish my teacher. That's not hope. No, no, hope is certainty. Hope is certainty that something better, something good is coming. There are are so many unknowns today, so much confusion in our lives and in our hearts, so much fear. I just want people to know hope. I want them to have a certainty that better days are coming. Hope comes from knowing God. Just think about all the great and good and gracious things that he's already done for us. Think about all the the great and good and gracious things that he's promised to do for us. That is where hope comes from. That's what I want people to know. I want them to know hope. I want them to know God the Father so they can have hope. Hope. I also want people to know God the Father so that they can know riches. Now, hold on. I know when you hear riches, you think uh, money in your pockets, but I'm not talking about the riches of people. I'm talking about His riches. We spend so much time today talking about and planning for and worrying over our, our temporary riches, our temporary resources. And I want people to to instead look at the riches of God. I want them to to know the wealth of God, the resources of God. I want people to know that God has plenty. He's got all that he needs. I want them to focus on his vast treasure of wealth. I think our attention and, and our planning and our worry would be a lot different if we If we could just know the riches of God. I want people to know God the Father so that they can know his riches. And I want people to know God the Father so they might know the immeasurable greatness of his power. Isn't that amazing language? Just think about the enormity of those five words. Immeasurable greatness of his power. That's what I want them to know. Man, knowing the immeasurable greatness of his power, that's where hope comes from. That's, where, that, that's what enables us to love well. I want people to know the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe. His power, right? His, his life-giving energy, his ability, his strength, his power is, is not even able to be measured. No scale of measurement anywhere on any planet in any universe could could capture the vastness of his power. His power is immeasurable. His power is seen in his work. He works with such great might, might that is far beyond the normal extent or amount or intensity. His power is seen through his work that he worked in Jesus. Right? He raised him from the dead. God the Father raised him from the dead. Has, has the world ever seen such power? God the Father gave him a powerful position right at his own right hand, and God placed him far above every powerful thing. He placed everything everywhere under the feet of Jesus, if you want to say it a different way. I want people to know God the Father so that they might know the immeasurable greatness of his power. I want people to have faith. I want, I want saints to love other saints. And I want people to have knowledge, knowledge of God the Father. So, so let me just ask you, how does your list compare It strikes me that I hear people wanting very different things, specifically from their church. I hear people wanting a a great sermon. I hear people wanting moving music. They want vibrant programs for their kids. I want my church to be filled with faith, a firm conviction of who Jesus is and what Jesus has done. I want my church to love, to love well. I want my church to know God more than they ever knew him before. And honestly, I don't just want this for my church. I just want this for people everywhere, anywhere. I think about how radically different the world would be if it was filled with faith and love and knowing God more. That's what I want. So what did I do with what I want? I prayed. That's all I did. I, I prayed. I, I, I prayed about the things that I wanted. I heard about the faith and the love of, of the church, and so I prayed. I, I just, I got on my knees and I praised God. These people were actually doing it. They were, they were firmly convinced of the truth about what God, the Father of Jesus, had done They were loving each other well. And so when I heard the report, I was pleased. So I just got busy praying, thanking God for them. It's so hard from my perspective to be both faith-filled and loving. I'm not sure why those those things go together in scripture, but it seems like it's hard to be both faith-filled and loving. I find a lot of people that are faith-filled, but not very loving. And I also find a lot of people that love well, but aren't too firmly convinced about who God the Father is or what he's done. And so when I heard about their faith and their love, I just prayed. I thanked God for these faith-filled and loving people. I don't think we probably say thank you enough. I don't think we probably praise and celebrate enough the faith and the love of our people. I also prayed about wanting people to know. Uh, the, the, the people I was praying for, they already knew God. Uh, that was shown by their faith and, and by their love. But boy, I wanted them to know more. Right? There's always room to grow in your knowledge of God the Father, always. That whether you're eight months or 88 years old, there's always more to learn about God the Father. I'm still learning about God the Father. I wanted them to grow in their knowledge of God. So I prayed. I knew, I knew that you couldn't like just preach or teach knowledge into them. Preaching and teaching, even if it's as great as Pastor Dave's, that won't be enough. It won't be. I knew that they that they couldn't just discover it on their own. God has to reveal His completely otherness to us. He's got to pull the veil back so that we can see Him in new and fresh ways, so we can see more of Him. So I prayed God, would you give them knowledge of you? Would you give them knowledge of hope? Would you give them knowledge of your riches? Would you give them knowledge about the immeasurable greatness of your power? God, would you please give them knowledge of you? That's what I wanted. That's what I prayed for. Amen.